This is your host, Victoria, and in today's episode, we're going through five productivity hacks. These are my all-time favorite ones, and they're also the ones that I share with all of my clients. I'm so curious to hear which are the ones that resonate with you the most, so please let me know by taking a screenshot of this episode, tagging me at Victoria Sardain, and letting me know which tip you're gonna try this week and how you go. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Victoria Sardin Podcast, where you'll discover actionable tools, tips, and tricks, as well as inspiring conversations to support you to change your own reality. We all have immense personal power within us. We all have the ability to be the person we look up to the most and take charge of our lives and our future. Sometimes we just need a little insight, a little change of perspective, and a friendly nudge to take the step. Are you ready? guys, today I'm going to be sharing five productivity hacks that I use weekly or daily and share with more or less all of my clients. So these are the hacks that I found not only work the best for me, but also work for the biggest variety of different people. So let's begin by just looking at why it's important to be productive. And I want to bring this up because there's been this growing hustle culture online over the past few years. And naturally with any movement that takes over social media, there's always an anti-movement that goes with it. So on one side, you have this every day I'm hustling hustle culture or this sleep is for the weak mentality. And on the other side, you have this growing anti-hustle movement suggesting that we need to be more balanced. We need to take the pressure off ourselves and actually enjoy the process rather than grinding day in and day out. And I understand both sides of the story because personally I kind of fluctuate the two. And I do believe that sometimes this feeling of wanting to achieve and having this fire of desire burning inside of you isn't necessarily negative. It can be what pulls you out of bed in the morning and what allows you to reach your goals. But similarly, it's important to understand when it's getting the best of you and it's no longer serving you. So I was actually just speaking with a client the other day about how she knew that she was burning herself out. She knew she was doing too much, but she couldn't get herself to slow down because she was so stuck with this limiting belief that if you're not working an 18-hour day, you're not working hard enough, or that work needs to be painful and no pain, no gain, and it's the only way up, the only way to achieve your goals. So what we did is we worked on dismantling those beliefs so that when the fire of desire is pulling her to fulfill her ambitions that could drive her, but she can also be aware of when she's potentially feeding too much into the hustle culture and it's detrimental not only to her health, but actually to her long-term productivity. So ironically enough, we actually worked on productivity hacks with someone who wants to slow down and who wants to take the gas pedal off because being more productive is actually what's gonna allow her to reduce the amount of time she spends working. It's what's going to allow her to actually get her mind off work when she decides to put her computer away. So I'd say being more productive fits with both of these mentalities. If you're really in your hustle mode and you wanna get as much as you can out of your day, well, these hacks will help you get more out of what you're doing. And if you're looking for more balance, well, these hacks will help you by helping you be fully present. So that's what I really see as the overall goal is when you are working, you're fully working. 
When you're resting, you're fully resting. When you're out with friends or with family or enjoying your time, you want to be fully present. So I think we can all relate to the idea of not being fully present in what you're doing. When you're working, your mind is elsewhere. You're thinking about what do I need to cook for dinner? When does the post office shut again? At the same time, when you're off work, you're not able to really fully enjoy it either because your mind is still buzzing around. What should I reply to that email? Or I wonder how that meeting tomorrow will go. And in the end, you're never fully present in what you're doing. So let's get straight into it with my number one favorite productivity hack. It is Pomodoro's. I talk about this a lot on my social media. So the idea of Pomodoro's, it's basically based off the same concept as interval training. So it's similar to interval training, but you're doing it for your work. So it is 25 minutes of work and five minutes of rest. What I suggest to do to start is get a post-it and write Pomodoro's on it, write the date, and put it next to the trackpad on your computer. And from here, you can either set a timer for 25 minutes. There are also apps that you can have either on your computer or on your phone, which are Pomodoro timers. There are also plugins that you can add to your Chrome or to whatever browser you're using. Personally, I don't actually put a timer on because I'm quite attuned to my Pomodoros now and I really start every Pomodoro on the hour, so on the zero zero. And I do the 25 minute block of work until the 25 mark. So what do you do? When you have your timer on for 25 minutes, you are fully present on your work. So here are a few of the quote unquote rules of when you're in your work block. First of all, no distractions. You wanna be focusing on one task at a time. So this is helpful because it can make you very conscious of your monkey brain and of how often we actually divert from a task. And I notice this so much in myself. I'll be working on one specific thing. Maybe I'm writing an email or creating some content and all of a sudden I think, oh, I should book my train. I forgot to do that. And I open up another tab and get onto a completely different task. So the idea with Pomodoro's is that during that 25 minute work block, you are not distracted and you are working on one thing at a time. What I find really helpful is to have my agenda or notebook next to me. And whenever an idea comes to mind where I think, oh, I wanted to book into that class or Google that recipe I wanted to try. Instead, I just jot it down next to me so that I can go back to it during my break and I can do my browsing or my research or booking into whatever I need to do. Personally, I also have my phone far away from me and I have it so that I can't see it because I generally find that even if it is face down, if it's next to me, it will still distract me. So I have it either under a book or on the other side of the room. So what happens at the end of this 25 minute block? Well, first of all, I give myself a little tick on my post-it, which is next to my trackpad. So I have one tick every time I complete a 25 minute work block. And then you move on to your five minute rest time. During this rest, it's up to you to decide how you want to do it. What I would recommend is taking a few big deep breaths, doing a nice big stretch, maybe going to the toilet, filling up your water bottle, grabbing a snack. Now, I know what you're thinking because this tends to be the general reaction when I speak about Pomodoro's. It's, wow, 25 minutes, that's really short. And forcing a five minute rest on yourself, that will just break my workflow. So I understand However, I will say that I generally find this works for most people. Why is that? Well, during the first few hours of your workday, 
Sure, maybe 25 minutes is quite short and you probably could have gone for longer. However, after about three or four or maybe five hours of work, that 25 minutes of full focus is hard. After even 10 or 15 minutes often, I'll find myself staring at the wall or starting to think about something else. And that's where the 25 minutes is really helpful because it's so realistic, it's so doable. You can bring your eyes back to the clock and say, okay, I only need to focus for another 10 minutes and then I get my break. It's crazy how much you can get done in 25 minutes of fully focused work. What's great about the Pomodoro method is that you can also find ways to switch it up for yourself. I have a friend who instead of doing 25 minutes, five minutes, she would do 50 minutes, 10 minutes because she found that worked better for her flow. So it's up to you to trial and test, see what works best. I'd also say it depends on the activity that you're doing. So naturally, if you're in an office space and you're constantly working with other people, getting distracted, getting phone calls, having to deal with urgent emails, it's quite hard to follow through the 25 minute work block where you're not distracted at all. However, this works really well when you're studying, when you're doing work by yourself, even home office. One of my clients would use this method every Sunday so that she would empty her whole inbox for the week. And it's something that really helped her decrease her stress, feel more productive during the work week, and just feel a lot more on top of her stuff. Not only does this method help you really focus during that 25 minutes of work time, but I find it actually really helps to frame the rest time. A lot of the time we think, I'm just gonna go to the kitchen, grab a quick snack, make a tea, and all of a sudden you're there 30 minutes later later pulling a banana bread out the oven and you have no idea how you got there. So it really helps frame the rest time, making sure that it sticks to five minutes. I give myself little challenges like, can I bring the compost down and be back up and be at my desk in five minutes? So if you haven't tried Pomodoros yet, I really recommend give it a try, see what works for you, see what doesn't, switch up the rest times and let me know how it goes. Number two productivity hack is setting up your week. I call this my set yourself up Sunday and it's really what frames my entire week. I take about 20 minutes on a Sunday evening to sit down with my agenda and the first thing I do is I brain dump a to-do list. In the book, Getting Things Done, David Allen talks about how stress isn't actually a time issue. A lot of the time we think we're stressed because we have too much to do in too little time. And what he says is stress is actually an organization issue. And when all of your thoughts are in your mind and they're just going in circles with nowhere to go, then you never switch off and you constantly feel stressed. What he really recommends doing is getting all of your thoughts out of your mind, onto paper, into a system that you trust. Trust here being the key word, because if you're writing it on a scrap piece of paper that will end up in the bin in 10 minutes, then your brain will constantly keep trying to remind you of the things you need to do because it doesn't trust that it's in a system that you can go back to and find that information. So if you have a notebook that you use regularly, if you have an agenda, then start by brain dumping all of your to-dos out on the list. Then you wanna look at your week ahead, understand what's coming, what's your schedule like, what are the commitments that you have in there, whether they be social or work or appointments. From there, you wanna look at your to-do list and put in some of those to-dos into each of those days. 
Naturally, the days with lots of commitments, you'll be allocating less to-dos, and the days with more free space, you can be allocating a little bit more. So how does your Set Yourself Up Sunday help you be more productive? Well, it's because you know what's coming for you. You know what kind of energy you need to bring into the week, how you need to engage in it, and what's waiting for you. You have emptied all of the to-dos out of your head, which makes you feel less stressed. And we all know that being stressed and frazzled is an unproductive state to be in. So you want to feel focused on one task at a time. And that will be a lot easier when you have your week mapped out in front of you. Perhaps while you do an overview of your week, you realize, actually, I have a little gap on Wednesday afternoon. Why don't I put that project in there that I've been meaning to work on? Or maybe you're thinking, my Thursday is way too jam-packed. Let's see if I can move that afternoon meeting to another day. It's what allows you to enter your week feeling confident, ready, and prepared. This feeds directly into the third productivity hack, which is to list out your daily top three to-dos. So these are your daily three priorities, and I set these every evening before going to bed. So naturally having set up my week, I know more or less what my week is going to look like, but it's still really helpful every evening to look at the specific next day, look back at what I had written out in terms of commitments, in terms of what I wanted to get done, and set those three priorities. When you're setting three priorities for the following day, there are three key rules to stick to. The first one is you want them to be actionable. So you don't want to write down a big project like do presentation or taxes, right? You want it to be a really actionable step, such as create the first page of the marketing strategy for next year or email my accountant to set up an appointment. So you really want these tasks to be actionable. Why is that? Because a lot of the time we procrastinate on things and we're unproductive with certain actions because we don't know where to start. Another thing David Allen said in this book, Getting Things Done, was you never do a project. We often think, oh, I don't have time to do a project. But he says, we don't do projects. We just do actions that lead up to projects. And a lot of those times, those actions do not take more than one, two, three, or five minutes. So write down those three tasks, making them actionable. The second key tip is to be generous. Remember that everything takes longer than you think it will. And studies have shown that if you're putting down too many tasks for the day, you're more likely to get discouraged and to do none of them because they seem completely unachievable. Whereas if you write down very achievable priorities, then you're more likely to get them done, to feel good about yourself, and to want to continue by going to do more. And the third little tip is to write them down. So if you put them not only in a place where you're writing them down, but that you're going to be looking at the next day, you are already setting yourself up to get them done. Now, the fourth productivity hack that I'm sharing is actually one that I learned relatively recently, and it's really helped me especially this month. And that is to do something daily that moves the needle forward. Now, what I mean by this is thinking about those projects that you really want to move forward or need to move forward, but they keep getting pushed to the side because they're not, let's say, urgent or more urgent things always get in the way. So firstly, you want to recognize what those specific projects are 
you want to list out the specific actionable steps because you can't complete a project, right? You can only complete actions related to the project. And you want to set out a set number of Pomodoros daily in order to move it forward just a tiny bit. Even if it's the smallest amount, you want to think of it as just nudging it a little bit forward every single day. A lot of the time when we're procrastinating on a project, it's because we don't want to start it, right? The second we've started a project and we've got the ball rolling, it's always a lot easier to continue. Therefore, you really want to be doing something to move it a little bit forward. If there's no way you can squeeze it into your day, then try squeeze it into one of your Pomodoro breaks. I personally use this hack actually for the development of this podcast. So I was thinking about having my own podcast for a while and it kept just being pushed to the side for things that seemed more urgent in the moment. So what I decided to do is write down all the little steps that I would need to take in order to launch it. And I promised myself that I would do something every single day. Even if it was just one minute of working on the artwork or brainstorming topic ideas or starting to write the script for my intro. So it was really about doing something, even something really small every single day to move forward. And within a few weeks, it was out and it was launched. And if I would not have brought this hack into my life, this wouldn't be here. So it's really something that works. Think about those projects you really need to move forward and do even just a minute or two on them every single day so that the ball keeps rolling and you're less likely to push it back. Now, the fifth and last productivity hack that I'm sharing with you today is to set a specific start time to your day. So this is similar to what I said before in productivity hack number four, that we're often more likely to procrastinate on the starting, right? And that's really similar with work. A lot of us might be feeling this with home office especially, that if you don't get started a certain time, then the morning just drags out and you find yourself being really unproductive all morning. Having a specific start time can really help you get the ball rolling and get into the groove. Personally, I use Pomodoros to help me and Pomodoros can help a lot, especially if you have a really specific starting and end time. So as I gave as an example before, I start every single Pomodoro on the hour, so on zero, zero, or on the half hour, so on the 30. Therefore, in the morning, I try be at my desk at 7.30 so that I can start with my first Pomodoro. And this really helps me just get straight into it. I find that if I miss that first bit, I'm more likely to have a bit of a lazy morning and to get started actually quite a lot later. So it's really about building that start time and having that specific start time and making it feel like a commitment, making it feel like somebody is there waiting on you even though there's no one there. It's your clock. Your clock is there. It's waiting for you to start the Pomodoro. You don't want to let it down. So be on time and start your productive day. So quickly, little recap on all the productivity hacks that I shared today. The first one is Pomodoros, so doing intervals of 25 minutes work, five minutes rest with a little tick on a post-it. Once you're done, your time block. During the rest, you are standing up, getting some fresh air, taking a few deep breaths to get your energy back and to get your focus back. 
Productivity hack number two is setting up your week every Sunday, brain dumping your to-dos, knowing what's coming, getting things out of your head, and having a clear layout of what you're expecting from yourself this week, how you think your week's gonna go, and how you need to show up. Productivity hack number three is setting your top three daily priorities every evening the night before, making them actionable, being generous because everything takes longer than you think it will, and making sure you write them down. Number four is doing something daily that moves the needle forward. Those projects that you really want to move forward that will actually make a big difference to your work, to your business, to whatever it is that you're doing. You want to do something, even if it's just a minute or two, maybe you can fit one Pomodoro of it. If not, maybe do it during your Pomodoro break. Just nudging it forward every single day to keep the ball rolling. And number five, have a strict start time with yourself. Do it as though somebody was waiting on you. Do it as though you absolutely needed to be at your desk at a certain time in order to get the ball rolling, in order to get yourself in the groove and ready for a productive day. I really hope that was helpful, guys. If you know anybody who needs a few productivity hacks, then please share this with them. And if there are any in particular that have stood out to you that you're gonna try out this week, then please let me know. I would really love to know what resonates with you. And if you're looking to take your productivity to the next level in 2021, whether you want to be achieving more in your work, maybe you want to find a more balanced life where when you're working, you're fully working and when you're resting, you're fully resting. Well, we're going deep in all of that during my 2021 Pave Your Path program. The first week is fully dedicated to getting our thoughts in order, getting ourselves organized, getting ourselves planned out, and really discovering many more productivity hacks and tools and tips and tricks so that we can not only reduce our stress by feeling more organized, but also create a layout for the year. If you're interested in that, guys, then head over to my website, victoriasardane.com, and you'll be able to find all the details on the Pave Your Path program over there. I hope you will join us in January and until then I will see you next week for a brand new episode.